it can sometimes be challenging to understand the reality of life. But that's what Gem Talk, global empowerment media, will give you, along with the boost of thoughts you've been looking for. Each Monday, join Erica Capri, a publisher, author, and a longtime entrepreneur, will discuss these topics on the triple R's, religion, relationship, and reality. If you are a passionate person who just wants to hear some great career, lifestyle, love, belief, and other advice, this is the podcast for you. Now here is Erica. Welcome, welcome to Gem Talk. We're back at it again. Global Empowerment Media. Your host here, Erica Capri. Thanks for joining us this week on What's Your Obsession? Now, we do have Gem Spotlight guest, Dr. Pamela Gurley, coming on later to discuss her book. And don't you guys forget to follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Tune in, internet radio. We on Breaker FM, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and so many other different platforms. So you'll never, ever miss an episode. So there's no excuses. <laughs> you can listen to all our episodes on there. And if you are a business owner or entrepreneur who is looking for ways to build visibility, drive sales, or expand your brand as a business, Gem Light Publishing is offering affordable printing and promotional products for your business to get the exposure it needs. You know, you're ready to take your business to the next level. All you have to do is visit gemlightpublishing.com to get more details. And don't you guys forget, I want you to go ahead and follow me on Facebook under Arthur Erica T. Capri and Instagram under Cheryl Capri so you never miss my new releases or sales or anything that I have going on. You can follow me on there on social media. All right, so um, let's get into the quote of the week. And it states, hold the vision, trust the process. Now, do you agree with that? Well, I'm going to say, yes, I agree to the fact, you know, um, don't just run the, with the vision God gives you. Trust his timing for the process, right? I say yes with that quote. It's beautiful. Well, I hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. It is um, Monday. We can, some people call it Uh, money making Monday or motivation Monday or however you guys want to put it Um, just make this day a beautiful day for you Um, it's taking off the week of course uh, here on the Gulf Coast we are expecting a couple storms but if you here in the Gulf Coast I want you guys stay uh, safe during the time and not only stay safe you know be wise on your decision if you're going out or anything like that and especially don't forget we still have this pandemic going on with covid you know practice social distance and do what you guys do your part so we can get over this nightmare that we have going on so far this year right (laughs) all right so let's get into the triple r's topic religion so i have a christian headline news where you know we share inspirational stories and there was a story that actually caught my eye you guys now um just think about it who said that you have to be a dog to launch a foundation right 
Well, six-year-old Paris Williams did just that. She is a young first grader little girl who um, is driven by a mission to help others who are less fortunate. So she was driven, in fact, to the she actually launched her own nonprofit foundation called Paris Cares to feed homeless in her area. You know, um, turning her vision to reality with actually helping, you know, others with the help of her parents, of course. Paris um, assembled and delivered uh, more than 500 care packages containing food and other essentials to downtown St. Louis homeless people, as well as handing out approximately 250 meals to essential workers. A six-year-old, what a vision. Is that just amazing? It was a great story. Um, you guys can uh, find more and learn more about this story on the goodnewsnetwork.com. All right, so let's dig into the relationship topic of the week. So the relationship topic of the week, I want to tell you guys, keep it fresh. Yes, you know, just like food or anything else. You know, after a while, the freshness goes away, right? And then it becomes all rotten and no good to use. Just as that scenario, you know, relationships can become, you know, rotten. And if you don't take care of it and keep it fresh, you know, with your skills and talents and love and freshen it up with a great mood, your relations can fail, right? So don't allow these rotten apple people to come spoil a good thing that you have going. You know, in other words, keep folks (laughs) out of your business. And it's just like you or her or him or whoever is against the wicked world together. So, you know, we know um, dating during this pandemic can be a little tough, right? So you have to um, figure out how you are dating you know how you um can date during such times you know have you been able to go out on dates however we all need to adjust whether you have to work from home or still go to facility you still need a balanced date in life right so keeping it fresh with options are limited but here's a few tips that um I want to give you to keep you enjoying yourself with, you know, without jeopardizing your safety. Um, So number one is utilize social media or technology, you know, with your smartphones to communicate. Start, you know, FaceTiming each other when you're away from your partner. Well, some of you may be um, married, but um, in that way... (laughs) If you marry, you still can kind of do it because especially if you're away or going to work and however you're doing it, um, stay communicating, get that communication going Two, um, if possible, meet, you know, in a coffee shop or a diner, you know, enjoy a cup of latte or coffee, right? Uh, make it a weekly thing one or two times a week. Um, go out and have that coffee with your wife or husband or partner or whoever in your your life that you love all right and then three uh get some fresh air yes we gotta have some fresh air walk to the park or beach whatever it may be once a week with your partner 
and just enjoy the breeze of God's earth. Yes, enjoy. You know, so there are um, many other tips, but, you know, with this, I just hope it will give you that confidence in hopefully happiness that you are preparing your life for the future and bringing a burst of fresh excitement to better days ahead for you and your partner, okay? All right, so let's get into reality. So if you don't, so the reality is if you don't vote, you're going to have to cope, basically, right? So, well, ladies and gentlemen, you know, there is an election on November 3rd, and um, we don't have much time left to choose a true representative for our, our nation, you know, United States is the best country on earth. It really is, you guys. As such, we, you know, we need to protect our freedom as well as our rights. In doing so, you know, let's keep motivating one another and register to vote. Go out and vote, people. You know, the way we um, are assembling to protesting, let's make sure that we do that same thing at the election polls you know we have a diverse presidential ticket with a black woman who stands for all of us and let's make sure we support senator camilla harris you know she represents dignity and a voice as a black woman yes and there is a lot at stake you guys i'm sure you know I just want to encourage everyone who has been through a tough time these last four years to be empowered, to exercise your right to use your voice and your hands and your feet to get out and vote. Yes. So the reality is if you do not vote, my people, you will not see a change you know, there is no secret of who I'm voting for. So I want you guys to go out. Your vote matters. It really does. All right. So that's it for the triple R's. I hope so far you guys enjoyed the show. Don't you go anywhere. Coming up next with Jim Spotlight, guest of the week. Dr. Pamela Gurley out of Elkridge, Maryland. She is the writer behind her new release book, I Am Not a Stereotype, I Am Her. Dr. Gurley always pushes the message of self-love and changing the narrative for black women, empowering people to suspend the judgment of women. Let's give it up for Dr. Pamela. Hey, is that better? Much, much better. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. How about yourself? Pretty good. Thank you for being the guest on our show and taking the time out. Oh, of course, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm, I've been ready for this all day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, all right, listeners, we have doctor and author um, Pamela Gurley here on the line as I give spot. Gem Spotlight Guest of the Week. 
as you guys know that we're all about giving dynamic writers and uh, business entrepreneurs our exposure and the knowledge to share their talent with us. So we have the writer behind the book, I Am Not a Stereotype, I Am Her. So Dr. Gurley, tell us a little bit about the title of your book, where it come from, how you get how you got started with this book and everything else. So originally the entire book really manifested from a poem called I Am Not a Stereotype, I Am H-E-R. And when I first started writing out what H-E-R meant, it was how I gave myself character. I gave myself traits because I am not a stereotype and I, I did not want to be boxed in. And as I wrote this poem, I don't know, something else came over me and I just felt empowered to write a book. And so I did. But it originally came from a poem just saying that I'm a lot of things and a stereotype is not one of them. Okay. So, of course, we know we can put stereotype on a different, you know, different levels. What stereotype you was in reference to any or? Oh, I referenced a bunch. Um, One, being a black woman, I thought it was important (laughs) to debunk a lot of myths that that's out there about us. And that's really what the book is about. It's it's me embracing all of my melanin, you know, wonderfulness and the essential beauty of being a black woman and how you know we're not angry we're not bitter you know we're not we're not confrontational and I address those things and I give it a different viewpoint but I also looked at it as how the world shaped me and how we are socialized to believe these things and we have to change that narrative of you know, the way black women are, are looked at and it starts in our community. I mean, you know, from colorism to, you know, not just Mm -hmm. saying that uh, black women can't be friends or, you know, or we have, we're confrontational. And so we don't keep friends for that long. And we need to get past that because that is an extremely false narrative that's out there about black women. Right, right. And I totally agree with that. So you um, not only, you know, spoke about not being a stereotype as a black woman, and you have a doctorate, right? Yes, <laughs> yes I have a doctorate in management, and okay. I specialized in organizational development and change. I'm a change agent. I help develop businesses, or um, I'm, let's say I'm educated to where I can, you know, look at the uh, the bigger picture when it comes to business. So I go in and I can find deficiencies. If you're trying to start a business, I'm already, I can already go and tell you, Hey, this is the best way to shape it. Or here's what you might be missing. Here's what you might be, you know, here's what you should be considering. And as one of my businesses, that's what I do. I write business plans and I do business consulting. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So I know you're a busy lady and um, well, woman and you, you out there and you're doing so many different projects, uh, getting back to your book. Now, if someone wanted to go and purchase your book, a woman, what is a couple things that they can expect to get out of it? Real, Dr. real raw <laughs> transparency. <laughs> I laid a lot of my life out there. Uh, from accepting me being toxic. I talked about, you know, overcoming domestic violence relationships, or shall I say marriages, 
I learned about self-love and self-awareness and self-respect. And it's also my perspective on things. It's my thoughts on things, on how the world shaped me and then how I see the world now. And I, I give people a way to be introspective. Yes, is my story, but my story is not even really, it's, it's intertwined as, as a mm -hmm. lessons. And for people right. to go back and look at themselves and say, you know what, it's time for me to heal. And that's right. really essentially what I had to do. I had to heal and no apology fixes that. No, you know, <laughs> no, you know, just saying no one outside of you fixes you. Right. You have right. to feel empowered to do it yourself. And so for me, I was on this journey for, you know, I've been divorced for uh, eight and a half years. And when I, so eight and a half years ago, I, I had to find myself because I lost myself when we, Women tend to do that when you're a mom and you're a wife and you you are an employee and or a businesswoman, you give so much, you give a lot, and sometimes you lose track of who you are, trying to and, and be and make everyone else happy. Yes. And so my book talks about that: how to find yourself, and that love that you have for yourself becomes irreplaceable. And, and so it's a daily progress that you have to be mindful of so that you get out of your own way for, for growth. Right, right. So Dr. Gurley, let me ask you this. So who, who will be, you know, an individual or who do you think that will say idolize you? <laughs> wow. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, would hope, I would hope no one idolizes me. I think to be, you know, that's such a that's such a um, spiritual term to me, and mm -hmm. so I. But I would love for people to be inspired, and motivated, mm -hmm. and encouraged by me. Mm -hmm. And if right. they have to idolize anyone, it should be God. That yeah, that God or whatever entity they feel like you know that's in their religion. That's who they should idolize, not not the human flesh. And that's the reason why we lose ourselves because we are so worried about idolizing other people that we try to live at these expectations that we cannot meet. And, you know, I'm so happy, you know, you answered that in such a way that you answered it for, because, you know, a lot of people do idolize other people and they don't realize that. And, you know, of course, you know, the title of our show um, is what is your exception? What is your um, obsession? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people will become obsessed with other people and not realize it, end up idolizing them and not realize that until somebody, you know, like you come to come to the fact and say that and mention it and they be like, ah, there's a light bulb moment. So, <laughs> so that, that, that question was basically a question to kind of give people understand it so they can know you know the meaning behind idolization and how they idolize people and how we only supposed to idolize God and also you know how we can get so caught up in loving so many people and get obsessed with things that we don't realize what exactly who you know that what we're doing basically so um you know some things that we do get obsessed with and I'm not gonna lie I am obsessed with um being frugal <laughs> 
I am an individual that loves to become frugal, okay. you know, and shop, you know, go um, to different places. What are some things that you can say that you have obsession? <laughs> okay. So I have an obsession and a guilty pleasure of wine glasses. And, and wine glasses. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I love wine glasses. I own more wine glasses than I do drinking glasses. Oh, wow. They don't get used there. I have some from Africa that are crystal that have blown glass, a blown glass ball in the center. And I try, I try mm-hmm. not to, but when I see it, I just have, I have a thing for stemware. And, you know, I have some beautiful martini glasses and I don't know, I just have this really, this thing about stemware. And I'm trying to think of another one that, that just stands out. Oh, you know what? So odd flatware. I love flatware. I don't buy it a lot, but I love to just look at different flatware and own different flatware. I don't, I can't just have the regular stuff and it has to be in the larger sets. It, uh. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just, it's little small gadgets and, and most, uh, oddly, most of it, it belongs in the kitchen <laughs> or on a, <laughs> except for wine glasses. Although my wine glasses, I do, I drink water out of my wine glasses. So if that's any consolation, you know, so that I'm not looking like an alcoholic. That's funny that you said that because, you know, I never looked at, you know, the different styles of wine glasses. I only know just look the, the one that I guess it's the martini one, the, the yeah. wide top yes. one. <laughs> that's the only one I know. So you're going to make me kind of research like, all the different type of wine glasses. That it's, is so cool. <laughs> I mean, really, it's stemware. It's champagne glasses. I have some really beautiful champagne glasses. They're stemless. Some have stems and, you know, wine mm-hmm. glasses, martini glasses. But, you know, I, that's those are my obsessions. And I can't think of travel used to be before COVID. <laughs> You know, I asked everybody where uh, a couple of women, you know, was on the tour. And I say, uh, where was the first thing that you want to do when you get out of, um, when you get out of, you know, coming from over this COVID, what is the first thing you want to do? And they say, um, travel. <laughs> I just want to travel. Definitely. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, I think all of us want to get out of the house and get out there in the atmosphere so dr Gurley, um you know a lot of people listening in and they may want to know who is pamela what you love to do other than you say this say you like to travel what are other things that we can find out a little snippet about you while we have you on the call <laughs> Uh, before we actually start following you and, and get to know a little bit more about Pamela. Oh, wow. So I, I, I'll name some fun stuff. So I'm a foodie. I'm a diehard foodie. I love trying different foods. I love trying foods from different cultures. And yes, I, yeah, I'm, it's terrible. There's not a lot that I don't eat or that I won't try at least once. And normally I try to do it more than once because sometimes what people fail to realize is that if it, your palate is not adjusted to it, it's automatically mm-hmm. going to reject mm-hmm. it as nasty. But after, if you kind of eat a few bites of it, you give your palate an opportunity to adjust. Sometimes it does not, but sometimes it changes like, oh, okay, this actually is not as bad as I thought. Right. And so let's see, what, what else? Oh, I... I love DIY. I love home projects. Like I can 
build and sand and you know hammer and just I, I love that I built my own garden outside I've you know I've changed and sanded cabinets and I've ripped up all the carpets in my house one time and laid down flooring I do I, so I love that kind of stuff <laughs> that's things, okay. that, yeah, awesome. things that people look at me and they're like really she does that um I also yeah I love to cook <laughs> And I love making, yeah, and I like to cook, cook. Like, I, because I have a garden and stuff, I like my fresh stuff. But I love making my own marinades. I love experimenting. Here again, goes back to the foodie. I love experimenting with food and just creating different dishes and making them my own. But so that's another thing about me. But just, oh, you know, as far yeah. as just what people see, you know, I'm a speaker, I'm an author, I'm a CEO. That's just so plain. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving you like who, you know, yeah. who Pam right. is. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm an avid reader. Yeah. I love to read. And even outside of the just the business writing that I do, I do love to write. Uh, I don't get to journal as often as I want to, but I do love sitting down sometimes and just mapping out how I would, you know, how I like to shape my world, you know, and gives me right. some time, some kind of, it's like an internal therapy sometimes. And so those are some things about me, everything else, pretty much, you know, you can find out about me just from like reading a bio. <laughs> and then right. I, I've already talked about the travel and I'd love to travel. So outside of that, that really is who I am. And I love ice cream. That's the other part. I love ice cream. I eat it all year round. I have, I can eat a plate oh, wow. in one sitting. Like, ah, love, ah, I love ah, ice cream, so that's who Pam is. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I, you know, I really thank you for you know giving me a little bit of a snippet of who Pam is. <laughs> I never, you know, what's so weird? No one's ever really asked that question, and I've never thought to answer it in that way. Well, people are asking who who I am, but I've never thought to just say, you know, other than traveling, who who are you? And normally it's business, right, it's right. The business like you said, we lose ourselves and we have to find out who we really are, you know. It's just, it's it's funny. It's funny. Well, I do want to thank you so much again for being a guest on the show. Tell tell my audience and the audience out there, listeners, how they can find you, how they can purchase your book and start following you. Okay, so my YouTube, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, I can be found at I-A-M-D-R-P-G-U-R-L-E-Y. I am Dr. P. Gurley. And you can purchase my book. Uh, if you are ebook reader, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Apple iBooks. And then for the physical copy right now, the only place you can get it is my website, which is www.iamdrpgurley.com backslash shop and that's only because i sign every book that people purchase oh wow that's awesome that's that's awesome way to put it you never you know you never think of that you know people may want to get that um signature from the author well there you have it. I do want to thank you again, Dr. Gurley, for coming on the show and, you know, expressing how you feel about different things, telling us a little snippet about you, who you are. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a sheer pleasure. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, there you go. We have it, guys. We have Dr. Gurley, the author behind I Am Not a Stereotype. I am her. Don't you guys go anywhere. We're coming up next with the topic of the week. What's your obsession?
Writers, do you have a message that you desperately want the world to read? Is it your burning desire to get your book distributed all over the world but don't know where to start? Look no further. Gemlight Publishing is here to fulfill your needs. Become an author with us. Our staff will guide you through the entire process from professional editing, formatting, and design. You have total control from beginning to the end. And how does 100% royalties sound? Nice, right? Gemlight can have your book available online and in stores within a matter of weeks. We partner with Amazon, Walmart, and Barnes & Noble, just to name a few. So what are you waiting for? You want the spotlight? Call Gemlight. 1-833-436-5483 or 1-833-GEMLIGHT today. Are you an avid reader that is stuck at home or needs a little thrill in your life? I have the answer for you. It's a series based on passion, love, lust, and deceit. A Thin Line book series gives readers the burning desire to read every page until you are fulfilled with the true emotion that will blow your mind. So are you ready to go on a roller coaster with a thin line between love and obsession and a thin line between love and fear? Do not delay. Buy a Thin Line series today at your favorite bookstore or www.gemlightpublishing.com. Are you an author looking for exposure for your book and don't know where to start? Here's your chance! Now introducing Fab Fridays on Gem Talk Podcast. We advertise authors on our show all day every Friday. Get on board with our favorite Authors Blast and gain new readers on a global platform. That's right! No more hassle trying to figure out where to promote your book. Just sit back and listen to your book being advertised to millions for only $99. Take advantage of this amazing opportunity for a limited time. To get started, visit www.gemlightpublishing.com or call 833-436-5483 today. Take a trip back to a time when a late night predator came out and took advantage of you. Are you having a hard time overcoming someone who has violated you? Do you feel unworthy? Are your life struggles and adversity preventing you from moving forward in your life because of domestic, physical, or sexual abuse? Hasn't your past haunted you long enough? Well, I have a book just for you. Prayers for the Prey will help you get through these dark, tumultuous times, and you can learn how to battle those flashbacks from the predators who tried to break you and prey on you. Every day, someone experiences these issues in which we scream for help, but does it seem nobody is listening or hears us? Well, not anymore. Prayers for the Prey by Erica Capri is filled with devotional, spiritual, emotional, and anointed phrases that only God can comfort you, keep you safe, and express through His love and words, power, and prayer. Pre-order your copy today of Prayers for the Prey at www.gemlightpublishing.com. Often we live worrying about how others view us. Who do you see in the mirror? Is it the man in the mirror or the hidden reflection of your yearning identity? 
Erica Capri gives you empowerment on owning your creativity. We call it personality. And here's Erica. All right, all right. I hope so far you guys are enjoying the show. It's now time for us to get into the topic of the week. What's your obsession? (laughs) All right, so... What is the thing that occupy your space in your mind, right? The thing you crave. What is your passion? Is it cars? Is it chocolate? Is it people? Is it having success, money, power, sex, or just fame? What makes you stay up all day and night? You know, see, a session is like a chemical in our brain that actually triggers the essence of a pleasure did you know that (laughs) you know we need obsession in our life to keep us going because we have that love to indulge in a guilty pleasure that entices us you know obsession is like a stimulating drug that's addictive as for me you know i mentioned earlier in the show that one of my obsession is being frugal you know i love catching bargains sales clearance so whatever it may be that just brings so much excitement to my soul to catch bargains <laughs> and also indeed another obsession um sure some of you guys may know if you know me writing yes you know i love books just the intervention of my thoughts coming on paper you know i begin to write it it is so much satisfying to my soul you know i often find myself thinking about stories to write whether it's a tv pilot or rather it's just a simple stage play or some novels that i've been writing that i'm still writing you know just putting it on paper it it takes care of my craving to write you know anything that's um revolved around writing i'm always part of it you know that's an obsession that i have and i'm not in denial i know i do have that obsession right so um another one is god you know i love god i am of course a god-fearing woman who loves the desires of what god um predestined for me to be and do right you know, discovering um, new scriptures, passages in the word, or it's all a satisfying to my soul. It really is. So you have to ask yourself, what is your obsession? What do you crave? What do you want? You know, um, what is occupying your, your mind? What What is the thing that you always, I mean, even if you're doing something else, you're thinking about this particular thing or person, what is that obsession that's in your life? You know, sometimes we have to sit back and we have to think on those different type of obsessions. And some people are just in denial and they might not know what their obsession is. And you have to um, ask yourself, what is my obsession? What do I love doing? 
um, what what satisfied my soul. You know, no matter your obsession may be, you have to make sure that it's a positive and it's healthy and it's going to be beneficial to your mind, body, and your soul, right? So if you're obsessed with having success, you know, make sure that what you're doing is for the right reason. Um, and the, your motive of getting that success is for right reasons, right? So make sure those obsession is healthy and beneficial to you. You know, you have to understand that um, obsession is a long-term effect. Um, it is not something that just happens overnight and you say, oh, well, I'm obsessed with that. No, obsession is a long-term effect. It is something that, you know, it doesn't go away a few days. It's something that when you are obsessed with it, you have interest in it for many years. Even when I was a little girl, um, writing was something that I interest that was interesting to me. I had journals. I just wrote down every little thing that happened to me each and every day. Um, used to write little poems and write um, things that I see other people doing. You know, it was just something that I loved doing, and it became an obsession. And as I grew older um, and started knowing um, the different type of writing styles, how I could develop my skills, it started off with stage plays, writing stage plays and skits, and went from there writing screenplays to movies to now writing novels. And so over the years, I had this interest in writing. So, um, like I said, obsession is a long-term effect. It's something that, you know, you love doing over years. It's not just a quick obsession. All right. It's something that is soothing and satisfying and it becomes, and you, you becomes an expert of what you obsess with. You know, it becomes your daily or weekly objective, right? So, um, if you don't know what your obsession is, find out what occupies your mind. Find out that what you want to do and, and become um, knowledgeable of that you're not going to rest until you find out what he or she or what the thing that you love about, you're obsessed about, um, you you get that knowledge on it. So, yeah, so that's that's what you have to figure out what, what your obsession is, is, right? So um, that's it, you guys, for the week. It is a short segment, but um, it's short and sweet because I can't speak much on obsession to the fact that you have to know within yourself what you're obsessed with, what you love doing, and what what, um, satisfies your craving, right? So I want to challenge you this week to go and um, go to this website called... Um, it's called Maggi Quiz, M-A-G-I Quiz. Go to MaggiQuiz.com and on MaggiQuiz.com, it will give you a test on what is your subconscious obsession, okay? And when you take that test, it will determine what is um, some of the subconscious obsessions that you have especially if you don't know what your obsession is so go in 
um, take that quiz and see what your results is. And um, you will be surprised on the results that it gave you. Um, my results was, it said I was, my subconscious obsession was food and writing. And I never thought of it to the fact that my obsession will be food. But as I thought more on it, I was like, that is true because I do love cooking and I do love trying new diff different types of food, right? So um, by me being a vegan now, of course, I'm trying new recipes and different things. And I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with food, but that's what the quiz says. But I kind of love the fact that I love cooking, love seeing other people um, enjoy my meals that I cook. So it brings a satisfy satisfaction to my soul. So go take that quiz and see what your subconscious obsession is. All right. So well, that's it today for today's episode. I would again appreciate all the guests of the week and the guesses that have been coming on the show and especially to the listeners out there thank you guys for tuning in until next week let's get it you've been listening to erica capri on gem talk global empowerment media podcast and we hope you enjoyed the show of the triple r's and be sure to tune in next week for our new episode. And make sure to visit us at gemlightpublishing.com.